can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Yet another episode of Through the Lens. This is Darren and Tracy. I just noticed that I kind of like that now that I use my phone to record it, like I always get first billing because we used to fight about it and you've kind of given up on that. I've given up. <laughs> I've given up. Uh, I, Tracy, uh, what are we here to review today? A knock at the cabin. We only did two. Okay. Um, before we do that, have you seen The Fablemans yet? No. Man, I really want to know what you thought about it. I'll see it. I'll see it before Oscar time. I will say this. Though it was not my favorite movie, I have to give it some credit. I was thinking about it like a, a lot. Like I did a lot more thinking about that movie, which I didn't really love, than I ever would have expected. Oh, well, that's good then. I'd, yeah, so I don't know. You probably need to go see it. Sorry. I will. I mean, anyway. We're here to watch Knock at the Cabin. I was excited to see this. Um, we usually start with who... Well, actually, let's do the stats first. How long is it? What's it rated? Does it have an end credit scene? Okay, it's rated R. Which, I, I, it's kind of creeps, but... Yeah, there's a lot of blood. But like, in the New World Order of R, it's probably not really an R movie. It's not... It could have been far worse, yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Um, it's one hour and 40 minutes, so it's not It's a breeze! Long. Yeah, it gets to <clears> the point pretty quickly. And there is no... End credit scene. No, you do not need to stick around. <laughs> Stop it. You're going to break your computer. Um, okay, so we will talk about who is in it, but this movie, like all the movies of this ilk, are really more defined by who made the movie. M. Night Shyamalan. So if you're maybe a younger listener and you don't know, he is the famous director-writer of Sixth Sense. Unbreakable. But he started with Sixth Sense and then Unbreakable. That's probably his third Split. best Split. The Village. He, he, he is known. The he Happening. Crea- he created the like surprise twist genre. I mean, I'm sure there was movie surprise the twist. Last Airbender. That, I'm sure he's glad you're talking about that one. <laughs> uh, most of his movies are very uh, have a twist at the end. Some of them are more effective than others. He kind of has been a victim of his own success where the Sixth Sense was such a good first movie. He could never match it. And he was always chasing that. You know, it got Lady uh, in the Water. And yeah, now you're getting into real, the happening, like those really bad movies. Signs. So Signs I, was good. Uh, it was again. I think they were decreasing bang for your buck. Old. We liked okay, old. Okay, so let's talk about that. So he went away for a while. He had a, he he did the Lady in the Water, which supposedly his daughter and him made together. Like she's like six. It was weird. Um, he kind of came back with Old, and Old was actually based on a graphic novel. Yeah. And after I saw the movie, I went back and read the graphic novel. It was pretty good. Didn't wrap up as neatly in a bow as a uh, as movie. the movie did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. I like that movie. It was a nice return to form. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I, I did kind of like. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And the reason I make that comparison is if you watch the opening credits of this movie, it is also based on a short story or a graphic. I think it was a short story. It was based on something. Okay. Um, so I'm just surprised that M Night is going toward the adapted screenplay as opposed to his original ideas but um i don't think anyone has heard of this the short story um but i I just said that on the minute script i caught that so all right so he's 
we'll go in at the end and rank where it is along with movies, but who else is in this movie? There's probably like one person you know, right? Dave Bautista. Uh, hmm. How does Darren know Dave Bautista, Tracy? I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy? He is Drax. He said he doesn't want to do Drax anymore because he thinks Drax is kind of silly and it's a real pain to get into makeup. But there is Guardians of the Galaxy 3 coming out. He's done other stuff, but you know him from Drax. Uh, there's one other guy who's famous in this movie that, that I have not seen Harry Potter. But Rupert I, Grint. Isn't he uh, the redheaded dude from Harry Potter? Yes. He's all grown up. Uh, yeah, he is. He's all angry. old and crusty and angry. So those are probably the only people that I know. There's other people. but um, I. So they're in it. Did you like their performance? Let's go with, let's go with Bautista. He is probably the main he's the main character pretty much he I care think. i mean i don't know i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna give a judgment as to whether he does or doesn't but the movie relies on him to carry it yes so what did you think of his performance because i have mixed thoughts well at first i'm like why was he picked to be the person yeah did you feel that way too yeah because he it it's really weird. I couldn't tell how much was by design and how much it was like he isn't the best actor. No offense to Dave Bautista because he came off. It was a weird mix of like kind of creepy, menacing, kind of nice. Yes. And I didn't know if that was on purpose or not. I think as the movie went on, you realize that it kind of is on purpose. Yeah. Perhaps maybe he was either cast perfectly or he's a better actor than I thought. Um, but you couldn't tell if he was like crazy serial killer or nice guy. I mean, just it was just kind of a weird sort of charismatic, sort of creepy. Oh, is that just me? No, I felt that way, but I don't know who I would have put in that role. It's not an action role. It's, it's all it's, talky. Yeah, it's all talky. There, there's no like superhero stuff going on. Like, I mean, there's some violence, but it's not like superhero stylized violence. It'd be Correct. Like, it'd be like if Tracy and I tried to wrestle right now and fight. It wouldn't be very cool. It'd just be like very. I'd win. You'd win. I would be beaten up, but it, it didn't look like choreographed or anything. No. Um, so I guess I got to give him a star for it. I mean, I, I, it was kind of a weird at first, but it kind of it got in. I think he kind of had more nuance than I thought he could do. Maybe it's just me. Well, um, he was on Jimmy Fallon, and he said that Knight wrote this story with him in mind. Okay. I can, well, it makes sense then. I mean, which... I don't know. Weird. I'm not getting it, but whatever. I don't know why M. Knight would do that necessarily, because he's. But I mean, he has a presence. He, he kind of plays a big dude, but kind of like he's got glasses, which you don't usually see. Yeah. Um, but I thought he. If you like the movie, it's because of him. If you don't like the movie, it's probably because of him. Either you like him, you're gonna like his performance, or you're gonna be like, "What the heck was that?" Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I, I don't have to agree. I just, I, I, I kind of, um, kind of bought in near the end. Um, one more person I want to know on. So Tracy, you know, one of my bugaboos is, um, child actors. Yeah. Okay. So ch child actors can drive me crazy because they're usually yes, bad. Yes. The little girl in this movie is really good. She is really good, but there was a part where she was driving me nuts. Okay, I will get that after the movie because we, we can't. Here's the thing: the, the challenge of, of reviewing an M Night movie is that we don't want to ruin anything for you. Yeah, there's really not much we can say. But other I thought she than was pretty good. The description that's on IMDb. I think we can say in the trailer that the concept of the movie is that this family is kind of accosted by a knock at the cabin, 
and they're given the choice that one of them has to agree to get killed by the other one to save the world. I think yeah. that's in the trailer. Yeah. And it, it's funny. The trailer basically shows you most of the movie, but and yet even knowing that, you still it's not ruined because it's more about the journey there. Yeah. I mean, it, it was about an hour into it when I still was seeing stuff in the trailer. Yes. But, I mean, it's not really like... You know, I think in true M. Night fashion, you're asking questions, you're kind of overthinking things, you're wondering when the twist is coming. Yes. It's more about that than what he's showing you in the trailer. Right. And you know what I saw in this movie? I saw shades of Jordan Peele, like, um, what's the one? Us? Us, yes. I saw kind of shades of that in this movie. Well, that movie kind of tried to have a surprise to us at the end. Yeah. Um, I will say that in terms of twists, either I missed it or it's not a entirely there. It doesn't have like a village style like, oh, it's all a dream or something. Like it, it doesn't go there. Well, with the twist, there's no guessing because they tell you exactly what it is and it's... It's like the light bulb comes on, sort of, in the, yeah, that's in the fair. movie, right? Yeah, I mean, it, he's not... I think some people didn't like the ending of Old because it felt like the rug was pulled out from you a little bit. Like yeah. The tone changed, and it was like very neat ending. Yeah. The Village, I predicted that ending, and it was kind of like too cutesy, I think. Yeah. This movie doesn't have that swerve, like that tonal shift. We're like, what the heck did I might just do to try to fool me? No, not at all. It's, it's very subtle, I think. And... uh what did you think about the use of the flashbacks? So, like, in uh, Signs, there was those flashbacks, but they all really tied in, and it kind of became the ending, which, again, was a little too cute. But Yeah. I don't feel these flashbacks added as much. Um, I don't... I mean, I know why they did They were the more for character development as opposed to find something in the in the flashback and then it comes in. Maybe I'm wrong. I might have missed something. That's the thing about M. Night movies. Well, you got to see them more than once. Well, three of them were for each of the, the members of the family for character development. And then the one near the end was... I can't... We can't really say what it was about. Yeah, no, I know. I got, I got that, but it, it didn't like... I mean, we... That wasn't as that one maybe was the most important. Yeah, that. But one. the other ones didn't really add too much, other than character development, which is okay. Yeah. Flashbacks are always an interesting thing for me, whether they're overused, underused, used well, whether they pad the movie. But I think, I don't think they padded the movie because what if, what if they were longer? I mean, this movie's under two hours. You're in, you're out. It's a, it's very compact. Oh, let's be real. The flashbacks are like a minute each. Yes. Like, you don't get a heck of a lot to it. You don't, but he could have done it another way and made the flashbacks longer or even, you know, incorporated more talking. Yeah, he could have done more. I mean, they all He could have done more, but I'm glad he didn't. They all related to something that happened in the movie. I just didn't know if we needed it, but... I, th I think we did need it. I and it was, it was just the perfect amount. One thing that M. Night does, he, he, I think he is, but he also considers himself like a filmmaker. Yeah. So he plays with angles and sound, and um, 
he does a pretty good job of using that for like suspenseful effects. The music was creepier. There was a couple of like, what's over there things, the way yeah. the camera moves, what do you see? I thought he did, it was a pretty well made movie. Some subtle things like the lighting. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Like he does actually a good job with, with that kind of like artistry of, of making films. I agree. And the screenwriting not always the best, but his artistry is usually pretty good. Some of the shots were pretty cool. And like you said, the sound, I mean, it was music, really. And then the knocks, you know, good stuff. Would you say this movie is scary or creepy? Or thought-provoking? Well, the question is, well, it's definitely thought-provoking because what, what would happen if you and Marsha and baby P were somewhere and you had to choose. So that's why I added that one at the end. Like it, I like this movie because it was thought provoking and like movies that can put you in a situation and make you figure out what you would do. I like those because they make me think. I like action movies where I don't have to think. Yeah. But if I'm going to think, I like to think like, what decision would I make? And the characters don't make a stupid decision. And this didn't have that like, why are you looking in the alien pit with the guy who just said he was going to kill you? You know, like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's like, it did make me think, and maybe you're right. Maybe it was literally because there's a couple and a kid. Yeah, I was like, well, I could be me partner of our show. I could see that happening. What would I do? So I like that aspect. It's really thought provoking. It is suspenseful. Like I did the whole ear, cover my ears. Cause I'm pretty sure something bad's about to happen move, which I don't know why that helps, but <laughs> yeah, I did that. And there were a couple, it wasn't jump scares more than it was, um, jump like I can't believe they did that yeah yeah it was like I will give I'm not credit there was no cat in the closet knocking a vase over you're like oh it's ready no it's just the cat like I hate that in movies maybe one per movie Um, it did make me think who is going okay before we get to who's gonna like it where do you rank this you listed them all off because you were trying to flex your M. Night knowledge what tier where do you say it's better or worse of the M. Night movies Um, before we get there, I think this movie comes out at the right time because of everything we've gone through, the pandemic and all the crazy things that are happening. I mean, don't you think it's the happening all over again? Hopefully it's not the happening all over again because that movie Uh, was pretty bad too. Um, I think it, it, it's interesting because some of the things that happen in the movie have happened in sorts. Yes. Um, I don't think it's a too soon thing, but you know, I know that there were things in this movie that had they come out when one of the things actually a little bit closer happened, people would say too soon. I'll just leave it there. Yeah. The anyway. Um, all right. So give me give me your like where you kind of put this. Well, it's not the the top. I mean, I think. And you and I disagree on the rankings of M Night movies, so it'll be interesting to see where you put this. I don't. I mean, I have to sort of look at the list, and it's not the bottom. No, no. I would say I liked... What's your top? Sixth Sense is the best. Sixth Sense, I would agree. The real Where you and I disagree is I did not like Unbreakable and Split very much. Like I, I thought they were a little overplayed. Really? That's just me. Oh, I love those two. I, I just didn't dig them. Um, and Glass, where yeah. they're all together. It, uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't just didn't do it. I mean, they're okay. They're well made, but I just didn't like gush over them. I would probably put maybe 
the village and signs before those those movies. Um, okay, here's the worst. The happening is bad. Lady after in the water. Earth is the worst. Oh, after Earth is. I have to say this because my Marsha is my favorite line. My suit is black. I like it. <laughs> it's like Will Smith's son is in there. The suit turns black, and it means he's in danger. It's just horrible. Anyway, um, yeah, After Earth does not count as a movie that he made. It was garbage. They didn't even put his name on it. That's how bad it was. Um, I mean, in terms of his like supposed twisting movies, Lady of the Water and Happening are probably the two worst of his like movies you would know. After Earth and The Last Airbender. That's based on an anime. So again, that's not like a true anime movie. Okay, Lady in the Water then. I would I would agree with you about the worst. I'm going to say this. I liked Old more than most people because it was twisty, a good concept. Oh yeah, I loved Old. I would put this around that old tier where it's certainly not the best movie ever made, but it's entertaining and it, it kind of has his fingerprints on it without going full M. Night twist on it. I liked old. Do you like this better or worse than old? Mm. Slightly better. Okay, fair. Slightly better. I'm assuming you love the... Do you, okay, so I'll put you on the spot. Better or worse than the unbreakable split glass not as good as those three. I like it better than those three. Okay. But I didn't like those that much. Okay. All right. So I think people know what we like. If they've listened to more than one episode, they can figure out what they do. I mean, it's it's a good it's a good movie. It makes you think. Yeah. It's kind of creepster. It is. And, well, let's just say I'll never vacation at a cabin in the woods. <laughs> I wouldn't have before the movie, and I, mean, I honestly, definitely won't. If, if you after take the this movie. movie at face value, there's some other things you will never do again either, which Luke won't say. Right. There's a few things you will never do. Yep. <laughs> One of them might be listening to the radio with your family. Just kidding. Um, so, who's gonna like this movie, Trace? Well, I think people will be curious if they're M Night groupies for sure, and Dave Bautista because I think. People are expecting more of Guardian's behavior from him in this movie. It was quite a departure for him, this role. He definitely stretched himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not physically, literally, but... Uh, yeah. Um, I think, you know, I would say it's, it's probably a very thought-provoking date movie but not a first date movie like if you've known someone for you don't want to go on a date with someone and have them be like would you save me and you're yeah. like heck no and then right. you get broken up that's why <laughs> it's not like a first date movie it's definitely it could be a date movie but not with someone that you don't know it's like well darren it's you your date and your playstation 5 which one gets saved like playstation 5 for sure <laughs> yeah don't see it on your first date um I, I'm trying to think of what movie I would compare it to, but if you liked old, you'll like this in terms of it's creepy. It's got some scary elements to it, but it's not like over-the-top Jason slasher. Well, the premise of this movie is, I mean, listeners correct me, but I don't think this premise has ever been developed in a film in this way. No, I mean, there's a lot of, like, action movies where they're forced to make, like, an impossible choice. It's, yes. It's kind of a derivation. I mean, heck, one of the Spider-Man movies, he had to save all the people in the 
Charlie Collar or his, or his girlfriend. That's a comic book. You know, Gwen Stacy bit the dust in the comics that way. But uh, right. so I mean that that aspect has been in a lot of stuff. Like, what would you do? Who would you say? What would you sacrifice? It is done in a very original kind of like very taking the broader question to a very simple question. Ooh. Like it's very like three people. You know? Yeah, very <laughs> pointed. So it, it is. It's, so if you like thought provoking, you want to think, you definitely will get to wonder what is actually going to happen and it does have some breadcrumbs about making a question what's real what isn't i think i can say that yeah and they're not you don't have to be super sleuth to find them they they point them out to you pretty hard um so yeah it's an adult movie it's not rated r there's a little bit of blood but i think it's rated r more for the subject matter yeah it's kind of a dark movie it it is dark and uh I like that it's a small cast. Yeah, they didn't have to pay as many people. And it takes place basically outside of the flashbacks in one room. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which, um, I figured that there's a, there's a word for that, but uh, kind of sealed box movies are always very interesting. The other one like that was a Quentin Tarantino Western one. What was that movie? Seven, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Kind of like that where... I'm not saying it's like Hateful Eight, but it has that same thing where everyone's kind of stuck in a room and they got to figure it out. And I like those movies because it really lets the actors. What was the other one? Reservoir Dogs was kind of like that. Panic Room. Like rooms where like you have to like everyone's kind of there and you got to figure it out. It was pretty pretty cool. No yeah. chase scenes or anything. So okay, I've stalled long enough for you, Tracy, but we're going on 20 minutes. So uh, what's your rating? First, let me just say I would see it again because this is thought provoking and because it on a second watch, I bet you would pick up on more stuff, more clues. Um, I am going to give it a solid. That's the wince. The wince doesn't get on video. So or on audio, so I have to tell people she is in pain. She's making a choice that she cannot win. What is your score? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. You threw me for a loop. You thought I was going to score it lower. I did think you were going to score it lower. Now you just threw me off. Um, I I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but we record these things right after the movie. If a movie can make me think and doesn't, it has a kid that doesn't make me mad and doesn't have a, a lot of movies set up really great premises, but you can't figure out, they can't get out of it. And then it's a big, mon- you know, like it's just, it just falls apart the last half of that third act. I think they held together. No one made a bad decision. I like the kid, so I'm gonna give it a nine. What? I like the movie. I mean, it's. I expected you to go lower too. Uh, well, again, I liked it better than S- Split and all those movies. It doesn't have the wing bang twist. I was a little disappointed in that, but the more I sit here and think about it, I don't think it's necessarily about that because I was literally spending the whole movie trying to figure out what was going on, and that's enough for me. Yeah. I didn't figure. I mean, I kind of. I think I figured out the main question, as I think you did too. But it's less about that than what's going to happen. You know, it, and it, I and I figured out the the answer. When I figured out the village halfway through, I felt cheated because I was like, "Dude, I know this is happening. It's a cop yeah. out." When I figured out this one, I was like, "That's okay. I'm okay with that." Which is just different, different ways, different movies. And depending on who you are and how you view things. You could figure it out, or you can't, but you're not going to be disappointed. Yeah, and I'm not saying I don't know. I mean, there's there's only about five ways the movie can end. You're halfway, and there's only about five ways it can end, right? 
Yeah, really. I mean, like, I'm not, yeah. not going to ruin them all, but there's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. three obvious ones, and then the fourth obvious one, and then you know, whatever the, the the curveball probably. So yeah, um, I picked one of those five, and Tracy picked one of those five. Yeah. <laughs> you know? All right. So um, when can people see this movie at the Strand, Tracy? Um, people could see a knock at the cabin at the Strand uh, tomorrow, five fifteen and eight fifteen. That's Friday. Which is Friday the third. Uh, Saturday the 4th, 1-15, 4-15, and 7-15. And on Sunday the 5th, 1-15, and 4-15. Since this is rated R, people, not everyone can see it. What else do you have showing? 80 for Brady. <laughs> Thank you. A Knock at the Cabin also gets a 9 because I didn't have to see 80 for Brady. <laughs> and it's probably the last weekend for A Man Called Otto. I heard good things about that. I did too. I haven't seen it. Well, we, we had two people to watch three movies, so it's difficult to pull off all yeah. three. So, all right. Well, next week, I don't think we necessarily have anything. I know you might get a new movie, but I'll be out of town. So, just in case people don't get through the lens, what might they see next week at the Strand? Uh, they'll definitely see A Knock at the Cabin. They'll definitely see 80 for Brady. And I'm not really sure what the third movie is, but on Tuesdays in February, we're celebrating Black History Month with historical Denzel Washington movies. So the first one is on... Wait, it's a whole genre, historical Denzel Washington movies? For Black History Month, yeah. I, I didn't know that was enough. I mean, I know Glory. Glory is the first one. By then, the way, if you're like younger and you haven't seen Glory, Glory is one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, it's really good. Glory, um, the next one is uh, Fences. Okay, yeah. Uh, Tony Award winning play from Pittsburgh playwright August Wilson. Go Steelers. Wow, um, that was weird. Especially <laughs> after the season they had. Bold choice. <laughs> and then um, the third one is The Hurricane about a boxer uh, wrongly accused and had to serve time in prison. They made a song about it. Yep. And then the last one is Malcolm X. Oh, snap. There are f at least four historical movies with Denzel Washington from yes, Black History Month. Yes, there are. I was afraid you were going to pick the uh, the remake of the the Western that we saw. Magnificent Seven. I thought you were about, I was like, I don't think that's historical, Tracy, although it's a Wild West. So yeah. maybe if you need a fifth bonus week, you can play the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, so um, that's what we're doing on Tuesday nights in um, February. And then, again, we won't have an episode next week, but two weeks from now, I think we might, right, Tracy? Two weeks from now, we'll be talking about a superhero named Ant-Man. Quantumania. I'm so excited. It it's, looks good. It looks dark, just the way I like my superheroes. I just want to drop this word on everyone to go look up. Modoc. Yes. He's in it. All right, we'll see you in a couple weeks on Through the Land.